Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Minister, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's a lot of bleeding hearts around. You have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch. Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F A R T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Reese Waters and with me is Jesse. Hello. And we have a very, very special guest with us. Katie, welcome to the show. Hello. Uh, Katie, um, can you introduce yourself? I describe you as a journalist and kind of, uh, I suppose you're really active on Twitter. You're kind of like a, a very proactive Twitter Twitter journalist with a kind of a, 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 an intense interest in politics. Yeah, so I am a columnist by, uh, well, that's what my paycheck says, but um, I am very active on Twitter and I do kind of more unique things for my Twitter than I would with the paycheck. (laughs) Jesse, have you seen any of Katie's? Oh yeah, no, I saw a video that you posted the other day and it seems like you're very natural in front of the camera, which is 
not something I can say about myself, but yeah. How did you get into this? Well, it it really all started with COVID, I guess. I started covering COVID on Twitter. I did every single federal COVID briefing, which is over 150 hours of Justin Trudeau COVID briefings, as well as every single provincial briefing. And, um, including the speak moistly. Yeah. I, I watched that live. I watched the speaking moistly live. Um, but so when I started tweeting about Justin Trudeau, sometimes in briefings, how it all really started was sometimes in briefings, I didn't really understand what events they were talking about. Cause of course things were happening all over the world. So then I would go into Twitter search and just quickly look up Trudeau and whatever event it was to find context, you know, a news article or someone else talking about it. And then I kind of happened upon the more right-wing people that were also talking about Justin Trudeau. Oh, God. So it's a rabbit hole that I kind of fell down like two and a half years ago, and I'm still falling down it actively. (laughs) (laughs) So so, so Katie has like met and interviewed some of the most prominent kind of uh, right-wing conspiracy people and kind of also the populist politicians like uh, Bernier, those kind of people. You've you've interviewed right-wing conspiracy theories? I, yes, I, I've I've interviewed and I've both just met um, the most rightest of wings that have visited oh Nova God. Scotia. Oh In Nova Scotia? We yeah. have them here? They, well, they, we, they visit and they, we do have them here. I suppose too. they could visit, but like... Yeah, yeah. They're, they're allowed in, Jesse. I know. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a lot easier when uh, we had the vaccine passport because they stayed away for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because even right. if they were vaccinated, which most of them are, um, they couldn't admit it. Actually, so, okay, I have a question for you then in regards to um, like the vaccine. Just, j- that just popped made a, a question pop in my head, the whole vaccine passport. There's, to me, a, a fairly direct correlation between the people who are in power in Nova Scotia, or who have been and currently are in power in Nova Scotia for the past three years, and our case numbers. And I'm wondering if you believe that's coincidental, or uh, if there, if it's just like the net, like it's, you know how like when we were, we were one of the safest places in the world, right. and then suddenly we're one of the most infectious places in the world. And, and do you think that just had to do with like... Um, some. Jesse, this sounds like a very traditional interview question. I got something more saucy. Do you want to throw in a dick Let's joke? talk about the Trudeau clones. <laughs> Let her answer my question. <laughs> you, you, you sound like you're into politics by asking that question. That's your okay. fault. <laughs> I, I will you can't. You cannot force me into this freaking podcast for two to three years, okay? And then when I'm finally asking an actual political question, stop me in the middle of my question and blame me for being you, into politics. Because you'd stop me if I was asking that question. To to simply answer that question without. I'll, I'll answer it very politically well. Um, I'll um, not actually answer your question, but a theory about it. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Cabin in the Woods? I have. You know the elevator scene? Yes. That's yeah. kind of what happened with COVID. It was like, it was sort of controlled. People were figuring it out. And then it just, it just hit the fan. Like it was just a new strain, a new way of it spreading, new things opening that it was just now it's, the case numbers are going up because it's it is out of control like mm-hmm. there but nobody's going to go back to march 2020 no and nobody's even going to go back to august 2020 the masks are off we're never going to get them back on um vaccine um up 
uptake has dropped significantly. Um, I would say things did change probably around September 2021. Hmm. Um, Election time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> now, is that entirely the government's fault? See, this is this is my theory about vaccines masking mandates. Okay. As much as the government does significantly care about its citizens. <laughs> Sorry, it's, that was involuntary. <laughs> it is also very expensive for us to be in hospitals dying. Like it's it's a bad idea to hurt your taxpayers, right? Mm -hmm. So we do have this progressive conservative government now that is very much about money. So for them to just wipe that off and people think they don't care, they do care because hospital beds are costing their budget. Like right. we're blowing the budget on these people. But I think really what happened was they thought Omicron changed everything. Like if the government was taking masks off, slowing things down, up until January, we thought COVID was just going to continue right. as it had. Yep. We had, you know, had a really good relaxing time. But when Omicron hit and it just, you know, once Andy Ganesh happened and exploded around the province, we just could never get that back. Because the original COVID, you know, we started with four cases. Was that the hotspot for Omicron? Was that Andy Ganesh? Yeah, St. Effects is where the... Oh, oh there, was like, there was like a conference or like a get-together. The ring ceremony. Okay. Is that the, the, all the ceremony. The, the X rings that yeah. people wear. Like it's like a secret club. I thought they were X-Men, but... Yeah, no. <laughs> turns out they went to <laughs> Andy Ganesh but, um, University. That's really what happened was it just exploded. Like Their mutant we, power was spreading viruses. If that had only cost like, you know, 50 cases, then we would have been able to go back down. But Omicron and all of its variants of Omicron are just so contagious right. that we're, we're just, I don't know if I can swear here, but. Fuck yes, you can swear. Yeah. We're fucked. There's no, there's no getting past it. <laughs> now then, can we talk about Trudeau clones? Yes. Because, yes. Because as Katie was commentating on Trudeau's uh, speeches during, lo during lockdown, the conspiracy theory was that he'd been replaced by clones. And because you were yeah. analyzing what Trudeau was wearing every day, right. they were, there was almost like a level of detail analyzing him to identify how they could tell he was a clone. So hold on, wait, are you, this isn't like a jokey thing. No, no are... this is legitimately believed. Like at first I thought maybe it was a joke and I was falling for it, but no, there is videos, Reddits, Twitter, full threads dedicated that you've, you've... Justin Trudeau is a clone. <laughs> he is a clone. You've interviewed people who believe this? I've interviewed people that are within the sect that have believed this. Have believed this. Or so do, like they, do. They okay. still do. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. so this is what it is. There's a few <laughs> theories behind why Justin Trudeau would need a clone. So one thing is um, he's in Guantanamo Bay because of the SNC-Lavalin scandal. Of course. That's where they keep it. everyone who was involved in that scandal. Of course. Santa Bay. Jerry the... Butts is just, you know, he flies back and forth. Exactly. Um, I'm feeling so out of the loop right now. So, so there's, there's a, the whole, you know, the whole QAnon thing with Trump, there's the idea that a lot of the, um, the global elite were going to be arrested and detained or had been detained and taken to Guantanamo Bay and replaced with clones. And um, it makes no, it doesn't, am I right? It makes no, it doesn't make any sense. I don't think I can Biden's be right a or clone. wrong. Right? Yeah, they're all clones. The queen was a clone. Yeah. Where did the original queen go? Did they bury them both at the same time? Did they have to kill the other one? Yeah. Did did they just run out of clones? Yeah. Why are they cloning these people? Uh, just so, reasons. Just reasons. Just reasons. 
Why wouldn't you if you had the technology? But, I mean, <laughs> so there's the SNC Lavalin theory. There's um that Obama had him arrested at like the G8 summit, yeah, uh, for something. And then there's somebody that some people that have tied him into the Pizzagate thing. Anyway, Justin Trudeau's in prison. Oh, um, okay. So it's not the real one. The, it's the, not Justin Trudeau's clone is in prison. No, Justin. No, the ju- real Justin Trudeau. The real prison. Justin Trudeau is currently in prison. In prison. Okay. So with this, <laughs> because <laughs> Kate, so, Katie is being there's sarcasm in her voice when she's saying this. Jesse looked at me as if to go, "Is Katie believe this?" <laughs> <laughs> so there's people like they have like photos of him broken down, like his teeth have changed, his ears are different, his hair's different, and what really? What if he's a clone? What really pushed it be identical <laughs> was in January 2020, he goes to Costa Rica and he comes back with a beard. And everyone's like, well, fuck. <laughs> Justin Trudeau, he, he didn't have a beard before. That's not the same person. How the fuck does somebody just get a beard? I know. <laughs> what a disguise. <laughs> okay, so then... To get into the actual clones and how deep, like, I'm I'm only going to surface touch this because I only have, this could be like a marathon episode of trying Damn. to explain the right. clones. Um, but so during the COVID briefings, that was one specific clone that lived in the house and that clone yeah. had a tracking device on its ankle. There's one photo when he's coming down the stairs for a COVID briefing his pant leg almost looks like a rectangle, like shape, because he's <laughs> closed move. He just everybody knows Trudeau is terrible at ironing. Yes, right. Yeah. right. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh but God. so that had a tracking device, and that clone. The reason why he did all the briefings from his house was because the clone couldn't leave the house, and that's why they had a tracking device on it. Right. These clones are made in Tofino, BC, and that's why Trudeau is goes back and forth. To, to because female. what you do because nobody goes a, to bc unless they're a clone <laughs> no but like if There's you literally no other reason to go to bc <laughs> my my original thought on this is is you take the prime minister and you put him in a prison you clone him perfectly you put him back in his house and then you put a tracking device on his ankle because you're going to leave him the fuck alone and hope he stays. Yes. You're not going to put anyone around him. You're not going to no. have any supervise, any supervi- uh, supervision whatsoever. No, you're just going to hope he stays there. We got an ankle bracelet on him. Don't worry. He's not going anywhere. You don't have anyone outside like a cl- plain clothes officer just hanging out outside. Of- no, no, we no, don't, no. We don't need that. <laughs> it's the prime misery. It's a clone. We've got plenty of clothes. I, I would He's like, not going anywhere. I don't would worry. like to think of this theory of like it's a dark night at Rideau Cottage. And like lights are going off, like the clone has escaped. Like, <laughs> where is the clone going? <laughs> but so he's 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 been talking about going to Disneyland for months. <laughs> <laughs> he's only three months old. He's an you imperfect know, do, clone. <laughs> is there like a clone island where like Biden's clone, Trudeau's clone, like Malina, the island? Trump, yeah, yeah. They're all just there. I've heard of this before? But okay, so Didn't we talk about something like that before. An island of clones. An island of like, no, no, no. It was Predator Island. Predator Island. Right. That's right. Where like all the, like Trump is there. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the other, the other thing I wanted to move on to as well, like the clones is just fascinating that that's just, and that is a, that's a, that conspiracy theory goes beyond. There's two other clones by the way, but yeah. Oh, tell me about the other two clones. I didn't realize this. Are we going to have clones? This is new to me. Okay. This is. (laughs) Clone Wars. 
There are less clones and body doubles. There's another clone at Parliament Hill. Great. Um, so that's the one that once COVID briefing started leaving the house, obviously they needed another clone. Couldn't have the I house clone. That one's arguably the most boring life. Yeah. It's just, he just, he's like a Roomba. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> Parliamentary Roomba. <laughs> so Justin, you're finished your speech. Get back to swiping the floors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's another clone. Parliament Hill has a clone. And then there's a body double that goes outside. Um, Just, so, that's all he does? Yeah, and that's why he always wears a mask, is because the body double, and this is the most offensive theory I've heard, is actually his brother that died. Wow. Oh, wow. They've actually made him into another Trudeau. And they do this because, you know, he they, looks they older and stuff, and I'm like, he's in natural daylight. Like, he's not being lit by, you know, whiteboards and stuff like that, but they're like, that's a totally different guy. And they, they so, will break so these down. They, hold on. <laughs> so, hold on. I know. They have the technology to do perfectly clone Trudeau several times. For, but not just perfectly. To have, teeth are different. <clears throat> the teeth are different. Right. Yes, of course. That's that's part of the, it's the one damn thing of the cloning process we just can't perfect. <laughs> God damn it. It's like, it's like the Dred, Judge Dredd movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that one from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Where they kind of half formed and they're all gray and blah, blah, blah. I don't remember that, thank they, God. They, they, they're cloning his brother, Rico, and they don't finish the process, and they're kind of slightly gelatinous, ill-formed clones. Where, where do the rejects go, though? Like, is there Trudeau clone rejects? Do they just, like, recycle them? Oh, I'd, like to go, I'd like to go to, like, a reunion of them. It's like that, no, just to, we're referencing a lot of films. It's like uh, Aliens Resurrection, you know, when they go yeah. in that lab. Oh, God. Trudeau, kill it, brain, Trudeau killing a version of himself with a flamethrower <laughs> is a great image. It'd be a good t-shirt. Okay. Yeah. So hold on. I just want to So, okay. First off, just to touch on the horrors that are your mind, Reese. This is, this is what's going on inside your, your head at all times. Um, just, but to say what you're talking about, Katie, uh, they, they cloned a true, they cloned a bunch of Trudeaus, yeah. but then for the Trudeau that goes outside, they decided to clone his brother. No, no, oh, his, brother his, brother. Brother. his brother it never died. His brother never died. It is his brother. Yeah, which is just, just like the most offensive. It's yeah. horrible. It's kind of really sad because he was young as well. Yeah. yeah. And well, the reason they did this instead of using another clone is... I, because. Because. Okay. The reason <laughs> right. is because. Right. I, I don't know, but yeah, like, but you can look it up. It's um, There's really good breakdown photos of... Different and like the thing is, I was staring at this guy because I was like, "That's a really nice suit." And they're like, "His suit today." And I was like, "How are you paying more attention to this guy's suit because I think he's hot?" And you're like trying to like break down what he's doing. It was really incredible. It was kind of like the abyss. Like I stared into the abyss and started looking back at me. Have you met Trudeau? I've never met Trudeau. Remember, I was going to say you could verify whether he's a clone. I'll poke him just, in the face. Be yeah, like, yeah, "Are yeah. you a clone?" Exactly. Like, show don't me ask a, him. Show don't me a leg. Him. Just poke. Show me just a leg. Poke. Yeah. In the eye, like, are their eyes real? Like, if exactly. I just go up and poke them in the eye, what happens? Exactly. Um, another question. Have, you met you, you, you met Maxime Bernier. I did. Did he oh, have wow. Did he have a nice shirt on? So. <laughs> did he have a nice shirt on? Okay. He always wears really loud shirts. Now, oh. I, I have to get into the whole Bernier thing. Yes, I, um, It has a backstory. So I, I got wind that Bernier was coming. And so I emailed, like, the PPC, like the People's Party of Canada, he's the leader of. And I kind of said, like, can I get an interview with him? Can I talk to him? Can I meet him? And they... His, I thought, uh, sorry for interrupting, but I thought Polyev was the... the conservative. No, conservative. 
This is this is oh the PPC oh sorry and it's funny because yeah, 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 yeah. I seen right. Polly the same day that I saw Bernier. You also so you had, a du- you had like a double whammy. You had a yeah. right wing sandwich. Oh, I wow. did. I didn't interview <laughs> Polly. I I almost got kicked out of his event the moment of my arrival. But back to Bernier. <laughs> Let's go back to that <laughs> later on. Yeah. Yeah. So Bernier, I start emailing him, and I can't remember his name is it right because now. Because you had questions that you wanted to ask. <laughs> no, no. Um, but Bernier's like handler kind of guy is. Um, um, infamous for being very rude to more leftists. Um, but obviously they had never heard of me. So they said, yeah, he's going to be doing this. Like they told me a schedule. He sends me to like the Atlantic PPC guy. I start asking him and like, I get recognized at things. So I'm like, these people are going to figure me out eventually. Right. right? Uh, so they send me to like the Halifax PPC saying, okay, we'll talk to them and arrange things. And um, I, I started talking about I, I was I was very careful to not say I supported him or anything like that. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, you softening re- them up to get in. I was just being very platonic. And I said, well, I really hope that he's wearing a floral shirt because <clears throat> I love his shirts. I think he's a snappy dresser. I I'm all about it. And it's funny because that Bernier. Was clever. That was clever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very well done. But uh, Bernier is kind of like. He. He wants to be what Trudeau is because his father was from politics and he got into politics and he just never peaked, right? He went for conservative leadership before he lost at 49%. He was super close. He was extremely close to being the wow. leader of the conservative party. Wow. Uh, but anyway, so I get in. I I do this for over a month. This takes me over a month to get this close to Bernier. Oh, so Bernier's in Nova Scotia for a month? or No, no. I mean, I worked a month to make sure that this Ready day for of, an event. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. So, okay. So he's finally <laughs> here. And the first thing he's doing is he's taking the Halifax ferry from Dartmouth to Halifax. I was like, I have to get on the ferry with him. (laughs) So I go and the PBC local party is there. um, And I'm like, they're going to recognize me. Like they they have to. Um, They don't. So I get on the ferry with Bernier and he's talking to me and I have photos of us on the ferry. Like, and I'm like, holy shit, I got away with it. Like they don't know who I am. And later that evening he was having a cocktail party. So it's like, I'm in. I can go to the cocktail party. I can go to his talk. I can go to his rally. Nobody's going to punch me in the face, <laughs> which was my main thing. Because when I did all the convoy stuff, I was starting to be recognized and I was threatened. Um, really? Yeah. Yeah. I have stories. <laughs> um, I thought everyone everyone online says the convoy was just a peaceful protest. Oh, it, it's yeah. peaceful. <laughs> didn't make a sound. No, no, no. Exactly. No, yeah. 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 It's just people, just, just you know, citizens. <laughs> anyway, sorry. But I, anyway, I can't maintain that. <laughs> I, I, I introduced myself to Bernier and his kind of team that was with him um, on the ferry. And I show back up. Well, after that, I stay in Halifax to go to the Poly Eve rally. I go home. I get ready. I go to the cocktail party. And I arrive... And that day, Maxime Bernier went out and bought a floral shirt that he specifically wore because I was coming. No. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, is that the now known as the Katie shirt? It is. Yeah, yes. I, I have a photo of it. But yeah, he he was wearing a floral shirt because I like. <laughs> I was like, he better be wearing a floral shirt. And uh, I went to a cocktail party with them. Um, I thought it was. <laughs> I show up. It's at um, what hotel is that? By the casino. 
Marriott. Maybe? Oh, the Marriott. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I go in. I'm thinking nobody knows who I am here. This is awesome. I'm just gonna mingle. I'm gonna like. Right. I walk in. I get you get one free drink with your cocktail ticket. So I get my drink. <laughs> Immediately, someone comes up and says, "You're Katie Jean." And I was like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "Well, you know, it's not every day you get to see Maxine Bernier, and um, I just want to see what everything's about. I'm not here to criticize or cause a scene or anything. I'm I'm just here to um, be here." And the night went well. Um, that that went over well with whoever said whoever asked you. What they you're doing there? they they stood next to me the entire evening. That's funny. Um, they they were nice. Like, and when we got to like kind of more controversial topics, we both knew to just stop talking, and we would change the subject. Like we yeah. right. Neither of us like talk we were... about the stuff that you've got common ground on. Yeah, avoid the stuff you know. We both gonna... like floral shirts. So yeah, they exactly. actually the, the BBC were. <laughs> Quite nice to me. Um, the the one drink ticket that you got, I was ready to buy more, but they kept just coming around with drink trays. Oh, that's and funny. I just kept taking them. <laughs> so by the end of the night, oh lord, the people's I, party of cocktails. Yeah, <laughs> if I may, exactly. <laughs> so you should see Reese's face. He's very proud of that joke. The, <laughs> this was in May, and this was when Polly was like getting set to run for conservative. Leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the night, Maxime Bernier has his arms around me saying, what? he's going to win. I am so sorry. And I'm like telling him, I was like, he can't win. And I was like, this is like. Maxime Bernier has his arms around you saying that Polyev is going to win? Yeah, that, because oh, wow. I was telling him like, I know he's going to win. Please tell me he's not going to win. He's telling me, no, he's he's going does, to win. Does 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 he, does he Bernier, because in the UK, you had the same thing. The UKIP started to steal votes from the right of the Conservatives, and eventually the Conservatives just consumed and became UKIP. Was Bernier afraid that Polyev was just going to consume the PPC party? No. Okay. So his, You could always um, go further right, I guess. So you did get to talk with <laughs> Bernier, but more in a drunken sort of Yeah, I did. I did do atmosphere. a small interview with him, and I had every intention of putting it online, but uh, like I was telling Reese before this, um, when you write something down or you post photos, the screenshots take it out of context. I'm fine with speaking about it because you can hear how I'm talking about it. Whereas when you put it down, it can be, oh, you know, yeah. and then forever. It really depends on who supporting is the PPC. writing the article and taking the, the, you know, taking the snippet of out because the, exactly. if they like you, they'll make sure it comes in context. If they right. don't like you, they'll whoa, hashtag yeah. cancel Katie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> he did know that he was going to win. He didn't say which way he supported him. He, uh, he doesn't support Polyev, of course. And he doesn't No, Polyev is a, Polyev is an insider. He's yes. a political insider. He just yeah. he's painted himself as an outsider. What do you mean? What do you mean? He's he's been in parliament for like decades since he was in his twenties. He's tried oh. to pre make it seem like he's with the convoys and he's an outsider. He's not. Whereas I guess Bernier is also not a, an outsider, but he has become one. He's been ostracized, I guess. Yeah. So when I was um at his rally, like the cocktail party, the rally was supposed to be outside. It was held inside which was terrifying because COVID was like on the rise. And I was like, I'm definitely going to get it now. Um, did you? No. Oh, wow. I tested myself every day for a week and I did not get COVID. <laughs> wow. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll get back to why I think I might have not gotten COVID from that. Um, but like cocktails. At, at, yeah, right. At <laughs> his rally, like he was saying, like, I have no intention of, you know, taking seats right now. 
Um, he said he more compared himself to the Green Party that he's just like, this is going to take time to build up a party. Mm-hmm. We can take over because he really doesn't want to paint himself as right wing. He doesn't want to be seen as that. Like he but wants, he's, does, he's, he's in the PPC. He's, he's a leader of it, yeah. And he doesn't want to be seen as the right, like they are, you can't get any more right wing. No, you really can't. But they, they, that's not how he wants the party to be taken over because if you do go that right wing, nobody's going to take you seriously. Nobody's going to vote for you. Well, right? I mean, they get votes, don't they? <laughs> like they've never taken a seat though, like to oh, okay, realistically yeah. get a seat. Um, so I don't understand. I don't get it. That doesn't make any, what? He wants to make the PPC like a viable party. That's a decades long project though. Yeah. And like he's willing, mm. like he I mean, knows like, he's like, nothing. like me getting in the food industry and making, you know, drinks that are three quarters white sugar and one quarter maple syrup and saying, yeah, but I don't want to be seen as unhealthy. Right. You know, I don't want anyone to ever It's going to take a long a- time to convince people this is healthy. <laughs> <laughs> But what was really interesting was at his rally, um, somebody kind of yelled out like that NDP liberal coalition is illegal and blah, blah, blah. And like these are his supporters sitting in front of him. They're paying him money. They're funding his party. And he actually stops the person and says, no, what they're doing is actually really smart. And that's our parliamentary system working. And they should continue to do that if they want to keep their seats. Like he shut down his own supporter to say like, that no, like you're not mm. understanding how so your government he, that, works. That's, that goes towards another theory of mine that I wanted to ask you about, which I mean, we can we can do it later. I, I don't want to interrupt your, your train of thought. No, but, uh, <clears throat> but so so when he's doing this big speech, I have the entire thing recorded. It was like over an hour he was speaking. Um, he's talking about vaccines because he doesn't believe in vaccine mandates. That's why he was driving around. He drove to Nova Scotia in like a regular car because he couldn't fly because he wasn't vaccinated. He'd been arrested before for wow. not being... He got arrested like all across Canada. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so he's talking about how they believe in the freedom to do with your body whatever you want. And I think I think there's some... there's there's It's, it's an... Uh, I'm glad we had a Maxine Band-Aid, but I do a believe- Maxine Van- A Maxine Band-Aid. Van-Aid. Did you meet Maxine Bernier in a van? A Maxine Band-Aid. <laughs> I'm glad we had a Maxine ba- uh, ma- oh, Jesus, I can't a even cheeseburger, say it now. A cheeseburger in the back of a van with Maxine Bernier. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad we had a, a vaccine mandate. There we go. I had to think about it in my head. Um, but that being said, I, I do believe that there is some interesting points to be said about- um, uh, body autonomy and right. what we the government can tell us what to do or not to do in general, you know, and and the fact that, that falls into that in some area, it's it's a gray area, is what I'm saying. It's an, it makes for interesting uh, debate. Um, I'm glad it happened. I think it saved a lot of lives. Uh, but that being said, I think there are some interesting points when it comes to that specific argument. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. So when I'm going into this PPC event, there's like. Preachers handing out prayer cards and crap like that. Oh God! Oh, friend, not no. crap like that. I'm sorry. No, no, there's no, um, no, it's crap like that. That's, it's that's okay. <laughs> very pushy. Um, you know, there, Bible there, thumpers. There are preachers wasting trees. <laughs> yes, but so he's talking about um, you know the freedom to do it with your body, and then he says, and that's why we're not going to take a stance on abortion because we believe in the freedom of choosing what's right for your body and the air left that room oh, i was wow. gonna say i was gonna say when you said body autonomy it's like body autonomy but no, no shh, 
shh, don't talk about that. Right. Yeah. So, so kind I'm of like, autonomy. Is, see, this guy doesn't sound like. So hold on, he's talking okay, about. But, he's talking about how um, coalition government is is a smart thing for them to do. He's talking about how uh, freedom of bodily choice and and. Um, uh, what did you just say? Uh, abortion, essentially. Ab- abor- abortion. No, no, it was. Um, oh my god, what's the term that's used? It's gone right out of my head. Autonomy. Yeah, bod- bodily autonomy is a good thing. He's talking about how he doesn't want to be seen as right wing, and he's running for the PPC. Like, what? What is going on? What is? Is he know okay, the yeah. party he's running for? Does he? Did somebody yes. tell him? Okay, like, but <laughs> well, after this abortion comment, where I'm like, I'm the only one in the room that like wants to clap. I'm like, <laughs> fucking right, awesome, go Maxime Bernier. Um, immediately he goes into, but we're gonna ban immigration. I was like, fuck, man, you you were this close. You could have, you could have uh, sold me, but yeah, he's like total anti-immigration. It it really borders on racism at times. Like oh, really? it, the the examples he uses, um, there he has. I know, I know, because like you could almost convince me if you took Maxime Bernier out of context that right. this guy, like, but he is a career politician. Like yeah, he's yeah. not stupid. Like no, no. everyone paints him as stupid. He's not, and that's kind of what makes the whole thing dangerous is if he gets the right amount of followers and this guy knows right. what he's doing, he can really control things. He knows how to talk to people. He knows how yeah. to word things. Um, but yeah, no, he, the whole thing was, you know, really good until it went real bad, real fast. And the, but I'm still, I'm still visualizing the end of the night where the two of you drunkenly have your arms <laughs> over each other. That's did, did you go and get a, did you go and get some pizza on pizza corner or how, how did the night end? No, I took a very tipsy fairy home. Cool. Yeah. Oh. No prop. Do Polyev. Tell us about Polyev. Do that okay. one. Do that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I take the fairy, with Bernie and his team, everything goes successful. Um, an hour later, Polyev is supposed to be at um, the HFX sports bar. Yes. Whatever that is by mm-hmm. Sigil Hill. I had also worked for two months emailing his team. Is that what used to, that used to be the palace? Oh, you, what am I asking you? you I've already lived your yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it <laughs> I is. I turned a reason. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I had also really tried to get into his team and I was making a lot of progress. Um, oh, okay. Getting an interview with Pierre Polyev until is it like. Polyev or Polyev? I call him Polyev. I don't know. Have we been saying it wrong the whole time? I, I just say Polyev. I don't know. We say everything wrong. Polyev. That's true, yeah. We're, oh, not, oh, we're, not, we're not a serious Pierre. Outfit. Pierre. Let's call him Pierre. <laughs> Pierre. Yeah. Um, so I had worked very hard to go with Pierre's team. And um, like three days before, they ghost me and they cut me off. And they're just like, no, he's not going to be available they for interview. They must have. Because <clears throat> so I, I wait after Maxime. I go up. I, I took some footage of um, people going into Pierre's rally. I was hoping to, you know, sell it to CTV or something like that. Um, and I, I walk in after, like, I'm one of the last, and I take two steps into the front doors just beyond the bouncers, and this man stops me and he says, I know your Twitter. Now, usually the deflection with this is, I know your Twitter. No, this was, I know your Twitter. You're Katie. And I was like, yeah. And he just like, all of a sudden there's like people walking around me and um, there was like people whispering and she's Katie I like her on Twitter. Yeah. Was that what it was like? Yeah. Um, so I asked them like, can I set up my camera somewhere for media? And they're like, uh, we're not sure. And then like that guy goes away. So I think they were thinking of kicking me out. Um, this is a uh, Pierce. Pierce. Okay, yeah. They're probably weighing up. Is it better to kick you out 
or is that going to look bad? Exactly. What, it, what, it would be, be like, a, like, I don't know if you know who Karima is on Twitter, but she also, she did all the convoys and stuff. And when she got kicked out of Doug Ford's rally, that was a PR nightmare. Anyway, they, they don't kick me out, but they don't give me a spot to film anything. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, I will tell you, I was a little bit of an asshole going into this because I wore a bright red dress and then I put on my stark white N95 mask. I was the only one wearing a mask other than one other person. (laughs) So you tried to stand out as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm like in the middle of the crowd. I have my tripod. I have my phone on my tripod and I start filming them. And Pierre Polyve, like 30 seconds in to his speech, just like makes eye contact with me. <laughs> and he stares into my little soul. leftist soul. And I'm like, fuck you, Pierre. I'm going to stare right back at you. So we have like, for like, I'm not kidding, 45 seconds. I have the footage. He's just like. Is he talking while he's looking in your eyes? Yeah. It's not just an uncomfortable silence. No, no. He's talking, but like. Just stops the crowd. The crowd I, I can see his mind turning of like, who the fuck let her in? Like, yeah. This, and he's like, trying to stay on track with his speech. While, yeah. And he's just like, keeps talking, but you can. And he's letting you like, know that he sees it. If he had a panic button, yeah, yeah, like yeah. he'd be hitting it. Like, it'd be like Willy Wonka, like the floor would go out under me or something like that. But so, yeah, that was really uncomfortable. I thought I was going to get punched in the face. Um, I did. All Did the, you feel safer with the PPC or the Conservatives? PPC, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if, I, if I'm ever in trouble, I'm running for Maxime. So it sounds like um, the PPC, I can't believe I'm about to say these words. I, really, I just can't. These words, I can't. <laughs> it's, say it. It sounds say. like the PPC was like a safe, comfortable, fun time. It was. Like, I know, I know, it's fucked. <laughs> I, I can't believe it. That I should be the attack like, line. Like, <laughs> vote BBC for a safe, comfortable, fun time. <laughs> but, so, I have, I did months of convoy footage. I met the Queen of Canada. I've been in a lot of sticky situations, but I was never so convinced that I was about to be punched in the face than I was at Pierre. Like, wow. I was actually, the moment that was over, I got out so fast. I went... I'd even go through the front door. I found another media person that 
somebody was yelling at her for wearing a mask. We actually found a back door out of the bar. It's the kind of thing where you were on a phone to make make it seem like they couldn't attack you because you were on the phone to a safe person. No, no, we literally, (laughs) we just started barreling through the crowd until we found a back door out of the bar and we ran. That's that's crazy. Oh, because they like they started yelling at us about our masks and Pierre's at Pierre. Oh yeah, man! No, fuck yelling that. at you about your mask. But then, yeah. But then, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Sorry. What? What are they? What are they? Because saying? they're all anti-mask. They. Why do they care if they're you like, wear? Right? They're like, COVID's over. Get that fucking thing off your face. And I was just like, No, no. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. You dirty people. Like, I. I mean, he is like, if he will say anything about Pierre, uh, he is good at making people. He's angry. Well, he comes across as angry, and he's definitely his whole thing is, "Hey, let's be more angry." And yeah, I guess right. and the he thing riled is, them up. The most bizarre thing about watching Pierre was he had this. The place was packed wall to wall, like it you couldn't move, and it was all like you know truckers, burly men, you know, right men, men, manly men, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was this fucking five foot eight nerd talking about finances. So I was like. <laughs> In high school, you would have beat the shit out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. But right now, he's like riling you up. They're, he's like, we're going to defund the CBC and save a billion dollars. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, do you even know what that means? Like, is, But that, that's the thing is is kind of uh, uh, platitudes that make them feel good. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it, like, he's just giving them, he's just feeding them he what is, they want to hear. And really. it's, it's becoming very dangerous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you touched on the QAnon queen. <laughs> queen Romana. How do you say her last name? Is is Didulo? I don't know who this person Didulo? is. So, so uh, can I just explain a bit to give Jesse some yes. context? So, so Queen Romana Didulo is a conspiracy theorist, and she claims she is the Queen of Canada, and has also claimed she's Queen of the World. Um, she's like it's in, a fun title, or actually, no, she believes she actually has sovereign authority. Um, so she's part of this kind of like sovereign citizen movement. There are people who believe that if you get pulled over by a pulled over by a police officer for speeding, that you can say, "Hey, I don't buy into this system of laws. I live by these laws that are ancient and and kind of of a different different. I, I, I live in this country, but I actually live by different societal rules. And the people do things like they refuse to pay their mortgages anymore, and they get evicted from their homes because they don't think. They have to. So okay. she's she's a uh, anyway. She she came here as a kid. She was an immigrant when she was. Um, I think she, she was about fifteen or she was a teenager. I believe she came from the Philippines and she's had a few businesses here. But essentially, she's become like a uh, a QAnon. Uh, she was known as the QAnon queen for a while. She's become this kind of conspiracy influencer, an icon. Um, she they she got some of her followers to try and. Uh, uh, arrest some police officers in November, um, and uh, she also has these kind of she don't they they send out letters to people saying you've yeah. been we you've, we're gonna exe- arrest we're gonna warrants. arrest you and execute you Jesus just because they've enforced like mask mandates or whatever. So hold on, wait, wait, wait. Okay, well, I mean that's a death threat and that is punishable by law. Like, but she, she <laughs> and she she has like about fifty thousand followers on te- Telegram. She's got no, a but ne- like that she's, that's a oh no, no I'm saying that's illegal. And, she could go she, to jail just she, for that. Like, she <laughs> she has been arrested and also has maybe in a jail. Uh, I don't know what that's fine is, but like, well, she she said she she incited a shoot to kill order for healthcare providers to her followers. And Jesus she's, fuck, and, she's, and people that vaccinate their children. Yes, and she to be, kill them. 
shoot she was, and kill these people. Yeah, she got arrested for that. Yeah. And uh, she she was oh my she, God. she did she did have a psychiatric evaluation when she was arrested too. Um and she also she claims that um the uh the Queen Elizabeth was actually executed for crimes against humanity. Um and that um so so 30 of her followers tried to arrest the police in Peterborough, Ontario, and make a citizen's arrest of the police who ended up getting arrested themselves. That's funny. Um, currently, though, she is touring Canada in a, an RV that she stole. Um, <laughs> she rent, initially rented it from a family and they want it back, but she's not answering their calls, apparently. Um, and she's, she's been in Nova Scotia because she wanted to prove that Hurricane Fiona didn't happen or something. Yeah. Um, what? And, yeah. and Katie has, has hung out with her. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay, so you've got a track record of hanging out with crazy people. So what's... well, like the thing is, like I understand and I acknowledge that my Twitter and media that I follow is very left, and I understand a lot of the times I live in an echo chamber. So although I probably shouldn't go as extravagant as I do, <laughs> I, I like to go and see these people because I'm like. Is there something I'm missing? Like, is there a context that's not being given to me? Because we see how oh, you're actually trying to keep an open mind. Okay, it's, it's, it's like but you, not really. It's, like, it's I like, know, but not really. It's I like don't want an open mind. It's like you stood on a harbor and you go, "I've never been on a boat." And your first time you go on a boat, you decide to spend like three months on a super tanker. It's, it's right, some, exactly. Kind of a, <laughs> yeah, I go, I go zero to one hundred because I'm like, these people are getting money, like political or conspiracy theories or whatever. They have followers. What is it? Like, what do they have? Like, what are they offering that maybe I don't know about? Because we see all the time the right saying crazy conspiracy theories that we know aren't true. So is there left conspiracy theories that they're just like, that's not true? You know, that's not happening. That's not real. Hmm. So I like to meet these people. So as you know, we've been trying to do this podcast since like last August, yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a very scheduled but yet busy person. I found out the night before that the Queen of Canada was coming to Halifax and I totally cleared my schedule. Like I, no responsibility. I did not give a shit. I was just like, I gotta go. Um, my friend Jordan invited me. Uh, so we go and she was coming to like the garrison grounds on Citadel Hill. And so we start walking around Citadel Hill, a Sunday snowy morning in Halifax. I think it was in February. And we... I see the RV and I'm like, holy shit, she's real. Like, that's all I could think. Like, no, this Je Jesse, this is the RV. Oh, wow. Meet and what's it saying? Meet and greet Her Majesty Queen Romana, Commander in Chief of the Kingdom of Canada, with a picture of herself and her logo, which is, yeah. But like, you wow. know, when you see that's someone. An, that's an ugly RV <laughs> with her face on it. Okay. That's... But when you see someone like online for so long, like, and you actually see like this RV is actually driving you're like oh my god like <clears throat> how is this actually happening so first they try we see them go by they try to go to the top of citadel hill and like park there and you just like you, you can't you can't just go there right um so she you has mean, you can't park a, park a large rv anywhere you want on citadel hill it's a through road and it's like parking there's is restricted. Par there's parking. There is parking for small vehicles. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But she like, but You'd I think. You have to like park this, diagonally. This, is, the, like, this is like the size of a school bus, or like a large school oh, it bus. Is, it is parked over, over like four different. Yeah. yeah, yeah even yeah. there she's parked around. <laughs> so at this time, there's like her and there's like a small convoy of vehicles before. They come back down. Um, Jordan and I go to the 
garrison grounds, wait for them where they're supposed to be. Obviously, they just didn't know where they were also. Like, they had no idea the shape of Halifax. And um, <laughs> so they come down, they park, and somebody comes in and says, it's just Jordan and I in the entire parking lot. Like, And they're like, the queen's not ready yet, probably because there's only two people that showed up on this thing that she's been talking about on Telegram. Were they going to like open the door and like throw paddles in front of her? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so hold on, they were actually they were expecting a huge following to show up, and nobody did. I think so. That's so funny. We go out, we go down, we get ourselves a coffee, and we come back, and then there's there's some. That's going to be us, Reese, if we go on tour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some vehicles now. There's some people. There's now six people there. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and um. So we say we want to meet her and they're like, thank God, somebody. <laughs> no, her her vehicle is packed of people. But at that time, she wanted people to come into the RV to meet her. But you couldn't have phones. You couldn't record anything. And I was like, well, I'm about to get punched in the face because I am recording this with my phone, um, <laughs> the entire thing. So Just I, like secretly in your pocket sort of thing? Like. Yeah. So I'm – and Jordan, he he has like a recording device with him that I'm trying to cover on his pocket. <laughs> and um, so we wait in line and then as our turn comes up, they say, actually, she's going to come out. And we're like, okay, like we just want to meet her. Um we we had already like made up this whole backstory that we were married and we had a child that didn't exist and a, a French man. And don't worry, we didn't vaccinate our child. You, you, no, you, your child was a French man. No, but there's a French man <laughs> oh, okay. that was in Ottawa during the convoy, and the Queen of Canada had burned a flag on Parliament Hill uh, during the convoy, and he was there, and he decided to follow her. He's from Quebec, um, took his own vehicle and followed her down, and. He like started talking to me while we were in the lineup and it was the first time since COVID that a stranger had kissed my cheek. He like started hugging me and kissing my cheek. I was like, holy shit, I'm so screwed. Wow. Um, but anyway, okay. So the Queen of Canada is going to come out. There's probably 15, 20 people there. And they get us to line up on a like crack in the parking lot because she wants to hug us all. Oh God. Oh God. Okay. So we line up on this crack. Then the crack's not good enough. And it's... The woman that was doing it still with her today. Like, I still recognize her. She's still traveling with her. Is that um, a concierge? Yeah. <laughs> and at this time, she had a security guy that was really not someone that I want to be around. I don't know if he's with her anymore, if he's one of the ones he dumped in Newfoundland. Um, but that wasn't a good enough spot, so they line us up somewhere else. And then... <laughs> We're this this crack on the floor isn't regal enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we line up somewhere else, and then two people come out with their huge Kingdom of Canada purple flags, and the Queen comes out. And it's kind of funny because she's like five foot nothing. <laughs> and so before I did all of this in my life, I, I worked in the food industry as a server. So I'm pretty good at like picking up a vibe. Off of someone pretty quick, you know. The, oh, okay, yeah. You know, and she comes out, and she just seemed like the most normal, polite, really ordinary person. Like if if I were working at a restaurant, and she sat down, I would not think anything of her. She had no, you know, there's no energy off. No of energy yeah. off of her, like nothing. She just like came out. She was polite. She was talking to everyone. 
Um, you know, she was lucid. She seemed she was except lucid. someone asked someone <laughs> what was asked the queen, her, queen of Canada like lucid. Yeah. <laughs> but somebody asked her where the security was, and then she started pointing to the sky and she said, Oh, you know, around. And I was like, Okay, yeah. No, There's a just, sniper on four roofs. Right, exactly. Um a sniper on four roofs. Yeah. She hugs everyone and there's this family there that I was I had tried to strike up conversation with because of course I'm there. I want to know what everyone thinks about. Why are you there? Why do you follow her? Um, and they like, I said, where you're brave, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's bravery or stupidity. Um, Very close. <laughs> but so I'm asking why they're there, and I say, you know, where are you from? And they said Nova Scotia. I was like. Oh. Obviously, we're in Nova Scotia right now. And I was like, well, where did you come from? And she was like, oh, you know, about an hour and a half away. And I'm like, they're being really reserved. Right. And then, um, of course, me, I'm like, do they know who I am or something? Um, but she has children with her, like a baby and like three kids. get the queen to bless them. Yeah. Um, so it turns out her son, who is maybe, I don't know, six, seven years old, designed their military logo the queen of canada's military logo in like a contest i don't like, i don't win, know win ten dollars worth of toys r us right i don't design know our military logo but <laughs> like... everything was already kind of a weird vibe amongst the crowd one person also said the war in ukraine wasn't happening because planes don't fly that way that they see you see in footage it's all fake um, oh my god so planes okay. don't fly that way but <laughs> so the queen finally um, gets up to this family and she hugs the child and the child breaks down into tears, like relief, like as if he was meeting the Pope. Like, I mean, wow. this whole family no, really. legitimately like the this, poor kid, man. this was oh. a big deal to them. And that's when I was like. Oh my God. I used to feel I, like that about Bill Murray until things came out. Right, yes. <laughs> so. like, but it was like the most, that's when I was like, that's very holy sad. shit. That's sad. Like, genuinely sad. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's, Kids are so impressionable, right? Like, you know, you can. But you could it, tell the, the mother too was like, this was like a big deal. This was the queen of Canada to them. This was meeting like right. a really significant person. And I just couldn't understand it. It was as if they were speaking another language. Like it was as if I was in a foreign country and right. I had no but, idea because I was like, yeah, yeah. what are you believing? But when you talk about like bubbles and echo chambers, like if all of the media you consume is in that ecosystem, right. it's easy yeah. to go why you can replace meat in. I get, I'm sure there's all somebody we'd love to meet and we'd probably have an emotional reaction to. Yeah. yeah. But if you're in a in an echo chamber or a bubble, maybe as a family, they only consume the kind of news content and everything and exactly. videos that would allow you to have that emotional reaction. That's obviously possible, which right. is scary because it shows how how all of us but are like, living in the same country or community. You but read we're all about the world that. Differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you read about that. Like to actually witness yeah. a follower that hardcore was that. That was something. What was that like for you? It it just took my breath away. It was just, again, like it was as if I was transported to like another planet. Like I was like, how is this real? Right. How is this actually happening to people? Because like you mentioned, um, you know, people are losing their houses. They're not paying their power bills because they actually believe she's taking over Canada. Wow. They're putting them they're going into police stations trying to arrest police officers like they're threatening officials like these people are really like 
And now that I've seen it, they actually are in 100%. Like as much as we think like, or maybe from the outside, we know that she's not legitimate. Obviously, she is not the Queen of Canada. Um, there's a significant portion of people that do believe in her. And it's scary. Wow. Wow. So her claim is that she is the original sovereign. Sovereignty? No, the, the, the no. queen at the the queen when she was alive was actually executed, um, and there's probably some clones in there. I imagine I, I yeah, did read yeah. about some. Clone yeah, she elements. believes oh, in the not, clone theory. That's, no, no, honestly, oh, really? the, the, oh, the clone sure. theory ties in. It all. Yeah, I it wasn't all, sure if you were joking or not. You said this to me another episode ago. Join the dots, Jesse. It all makes sense. Join the, <laughs> join the dots. So, but um, yeah, I I think and and when you see like. You know, when you see like, hear about cults, like I listen to podcasts about cults and everything. And, and like, it is just that people are, it's almost like it's, it, it's kind of like not on a compound. It's it, these kind of cults. They don't, whereas people used to go and live on some remote compound and yeah. be kind of reprogrammed. No, they're in your community. No, no, the, 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 because, because they don't need to do that anymore. Everyone can just pipe all that information and yeah. shut out all other information, even isolate themselves from friends or colleagues who don't agree with them or don't understand what, how they see the world. It's it's now like kind of like yeah it's in everyone's community it's kind yeah. of like a, a massive network of it's accessible and I know like talking about Maxime and Pierre to her um like it's she'll just execute them anyway yeah Jesus. I know but and this is what's scary was um all right I forgot she was giving execution orders and she you said like she seemed normal and nice and she kind. was like she was there was nothing nothing wow. that set off alarm bells with me and like there was people on her team that. You know, I know that they do have a gun on the RV. I know that they are armed. And there was people that, you know, I thought, at least I'm in downtown Halifax. At any time, I can bail down a side street if I'm feeling unsafe. Right. I'm not going to put myself that far out there, as I said, with leaving the pier thing through the back door. Run through the secret did you, underground right, tunnel. Did you feel more, more safe with the Queen of Canada than you did with Pierre? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so bizarre. Like, what the fuck? It, I think it was just like, I mean, she had a significant amount, like less of people. I think yeah, if, yeah, yeah, if yeah. you filled up a Queen of Canada them. supporter, a bar full of them, I think I How would many just. How people were there? I, I, at I the Queen to, of Canada? Yeah. Um, just trying to visualize 15 this. to 20, probably, maybe slightly more. Not not many. Wow. Okay. Um, All lined up in a row in a dirty parking lot to hug her. Yeah. Yeah. With their kids. yeah but like, the thing is. <laughs> So she comes up to me and she gives me my hug. And I'm thinking like a, a month before I had uh, taken part in a vaccine study. Like I, I got um, my booster, but it was I didn't know what it was. It was a literal vaccine study. And I'm thinking as this woman's hugging me, like you literally call for me to be shot. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> right. And. So she's also supposed to almost be like um, an oracle, like she knows oh vibes, God. like she oh can bless babies and shit. And I'm like, she's an oracle. Yeah, she like there's something that she knows about children. I don't, I I haven't gotten clear clear definition on that yet. Um, but I was just like, do you do you not feel my vibe because my <laughs> vibe is not your vibe. Uh, but yeah, no, it was the whole thing really was extraordinary. I mean, I I knew. Pierre had aggressive followers. I know Maxime had, you know, more the right wing. Um, he has a lot of NDP flippers, too, that got sick of Jagmeet Singh. He actually has a significant portion of NDP flippers. But Sorry, who does? Uh, Maxime Bernier. 
Wow. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's kind of wow. Not, I guess that's it's where like he's an, actually getting most yeah. of his followers are greens and oranges. Are you fucking serious? I am absolutely the PPC. not. Is 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 an anti is like an anti-establishment kind of strand, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so if you weird. can just get past all the You know, I, I, had a, I had a thought just now when you were talking about the Green of Canada and conspiracy theorists in general. Like, there's there's, there's two ways to make yourself, in general, and we see this from people all the time, there's two ways to make yourself appear um, like a better version of yourself, appear to be a leader, appear to be uh, confident, appear to be uh, attractive, appear to be just a, like, you know, in that in sort of direction. And that's the, the first way is the hardest way, which is to actually do those things, is right. to actually, you know, be productive, be um, just like productive in, in so many different ways, work on yourself, work on, you know, helping other people, you know, uh, and, and, and talk about the things that you're going to do and then actually go and do them. And that takes a lot of work. And you have to have some levels of success in order to do that, in order to have people believe, you know, you say that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. Um, but if you can do those things successfully, it can really boost you up the other way, which is what <laughs> the lazy way is to not work on yourself, but just to work on putting everyone around you down. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Is like, I don't have to actually be a better person. I just have to make sure that everyone around me is uh, appears lesser than me and I have to convince other people of that. And so I just had a thought right now about conspiracy theorists about how people who are in, in general um dissatisfied is probably a great uh, a greatly uh, um uh it's not it's not the word I'm looking for. Greatly dissatisfied with the current level of government or society in general well, how life, it's working. life in general. Life in general and instead of saying hey here are some ways that we can make life better if you can just point out, poke holes in the current system, no matter how you do it, right? People are going to get on board with, instead of with you again, like if not that like, Hey, I'm going to take over Canada and these are the great things I'm going to do with it. Instead, I'm going to take over Canada and the people who are currently running Canada are doing a shit job and here's why, right? They don't but, have to say a thing about themselves. No, no, no. no. Do, yeah. the, the interesting thing I find is like as someone who grew up in the UK, oh, I, just, just to finish oh, what sorry. I was saying, um, here, like they can poke holes in the current system and they don't even have to be accurate holes no. <laughs> like no. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. That's, well, and that's, I think where conspiracy, a lot of conspiracy theories come from. Like, and as you were talking about how people put, put themselves across when you were talking about, um, when you met her, she was polite, she was chatty is exactly how growing up in the UK, I know people who have met the queen or Prince Charles and everyone's like, Oh, what would they be like? And they, they would describe the actual queen and the new king in exactly the same way. Well, everyone, you know, says, you know, you never, you never know what someone's like to meet them, but they were, they were polite. They were super quiet. You know, they weren't. And it's, it's really funny. She's almost like nailed that performance down. Yeah. This is how she met, like watch this, the Queens. Yeah. This is how a real monarch should interact with <laughs> his subjects. One thing that was really weird. Um, I just remembered was, um, she came out in like a white coat and toque and her hands were freezing. It was really cold. It was February. Right. Um, and I, I always carry extra gloves with me. So I offered them to her. Oh. Um, and they were like quickly returned to me. And then someone else tried to offer her gloves and she wouldn't take the gloves. Like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't know, maybe if she's a germaphobe. I don't the, know. The gloves are unbefitting if, of a queen. Yeah, or like, I don't know if she saw that as like a security threat. But it was... <laughs> Did you fill your gloves with anthrax? I was just right. going to say the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like... And it's amazing that like they do carry a gun on board. Um, they do uh, do security checks. But it's like, have 
they scammed us so hard that they believe it? Like, have they lied so much that they are now beginning to begin to lie? Because that's where it's going to get really dangerous. Is yes. If they start believing themselves and so, they start seeing well, threats like actually, their followers do. There's a good chance yeah. that Jesus was driving around the Middle East in a stolen RV. <laughs> and look where that ended up. Uh, well, crucified. <laughs> That ended horribly. He didn't want to go like Jesus. Yeah, but his legacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was so, totally worth it. So that does actually lead into a question that I had a while back. And I've had this question in my head just <laughs> rattling around there for a while. Uh, is that do you believe um, that a lot of career politicians, uh, such as Polyev, uh, such as Bernier, um, Etc. Even Trudeau, um, they don't give a shit about what they're selling. They just know it's going to sell. They 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 pick a party and they run with it. They're like, okay, you right. know what? I can uh, let's let's just do this party. And so you know, like when there was an interview with Trump um, years ago, um, and I'm going to be paraphrasing because you know, I don't remember it verbatim, but he was being interviewed and this is years and years and years before anywhere close to him becoming president. I can't believe those words even came out of my mouth. Um, and he said he was going to run for president and he was going to win. And he's like, how are you so sure? He's like, oh, I'm just going to run for the right wing. Those people are really easy to, to, right. I, again, greatly. Or Republicans or something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. 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 yeah I know he's like, those people about. are really easy to convince or something. I'm greatly paraphrasing, but it was, it came about that way as if like, oh, it was all strategy, all strategy. Right. right. Do you believe that our career politicians like they don't they don't really believe this shit it's just to get votes like right. i'm in this party this is what those people in the party believe i'm just gonna sell what they believe get me my votes let me do my thing so yeah yeah to answer that um it's kind of something i think about a lot um just like politics can be similar to religion like there's a reason why i'm not affiliated with one party mm. it's because i can't absolutely 100 agree with one party, one religion, you know, it's just, right. if you do, you're brainwashed. You know, if, if you can be 100% directed by one amount of thought, then what is your thought? You're, you're not thinking anymore. Um, so with politicians, I think that they do have some sort of, you know, semblance of caring for their country. But of course, there's no way they, at the same time, can believe 100% in what their party is doing. Like, I'm sure yeah. Trudeau gets up there sometimes and argues with something for the liberals. I just like, this is bullshit. I don't <laughs> care about this. Like, there has to be. There's there's no way, like, because Trudeau is the leader of the party, but party is a lot of the time the leader is kind of like a puppet. There's like a team of 100 people that are right. making decisions for the politicians, right? Um, so I think they do. And I even think Pierre could. I think Pierre maybe lost the plot on his way of really wanting to be a leader. He obviously has good thoughts. He's been a career politician for 20-some mm. years. Um, I find him annoying as shit, but honestly, if I think about it, I if I... frightening, honestly. I it, think he's like manipulative and kind of an evil genius. But if you think of this in an actual way to get elected... Right. Just he's even from an MP standpoint... I want my MP to be annoying as shit and get what I want done for me, right? Oh, yeah. You don't so have to want why, to be with him necessarily. You just yeah, want him to do it. Exactly. So why wouldn't you vote for Pierre if you were somebody that could look beyond 
how obnoxious he is, then yeah, he is actually going to get stuff done. And same with the conservatives. He is. Isn't he going to get stuff done that we don't want to happen though? <laughs> yes. But like people, they just want. I think like, that'd be a good reason not to vote but for him. There's a, lot because... of people, there's a lot of people who voted for Trump just because, because he wasn't a, a, a Washington insider. Yeah. They, they voted for him because they knew he was going to stir things up a bit. And... But like, and the same with winning conservative leadership. It's like, so no, he's not perfect, um, but he will, by annoying people so much, get things, he'll be effective. So when he says he's going to do something, he does do it. Hmm. Now, is that in the best interest for Canadians? Is that in the best interest for his party? Who knows? He's rallied in this whole new amount of voters that didn't exist before, especially like the under 40s that are less likely to vote. He somehow pulled them in from God knows where. Yeah. (laughs) As as a new immigrant as well, some of the things he's been talking about are going to resonate with new immigrants because uh, he's the whole thing he talks about gatekeepers. He's talking about the fact that um, you come with international qualifications. There are barriers that stop you from being able to, like as I know other immigrants with amazing experience and qualifications who cannot do the same profession and they have to go back to university. And when you're trying to settle in a new country, it knocks you back in terms of your ability to turn up. And it's less value for Canada as a whole to to have someone with a medical profession and years of experience, but they just come so happen to come from a country where the so I feel like what, I think he's, I, what I, he's talking yeah. about is quite it is quite it is I know what you're talking about Reese and and I think like my wife can't teach in Nova Scotia. Well, I think there's value in in that system. I don't think this maybe the system is not being as effective as it could be, but the fact that like Canada as a whole has um, and I'm you know I'm I. I I could be wrong with this. Uh, I often am. But uh, if, if Canada as a whole has policies in place as, okay, if you want to be a doctor, we need you to have these certain degrees that we as a country recognize, right? If you're going to be a teacher, we need you to have these certain degrees that we as a country recognize. And if you come from other countries that have degrees that we as a country just, we don't know, we don't understand the education system. We don't understand what went into this degree. We just don't get it. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't want to just take everyone's word that like, oh, but no, no, but the, like, this sure, is like, you're a I'll, doctor. I'll, okay. You know I'll, what I mean? I'll like, use, I'll use, I'll use my wife as an example. Yeah. She, she's a, um, hold on, let me just, I just want to end that real quick. I'm not saying we shouldn't let them. I'm just saying, I think there's a, it's not like go back for, and go back to university from scratch. Yes. That's, that's what the, we that's the advice do? that my wife has been given as a teacher. Yeah. So I've, with, I was with told, 50 with 15 years experience and a degree specific to teaching. So that's ridiculous. I was told that there's like there's like an intermediate uh, what's the word I'm looking for where like oh you're a teacher, you're a doctor, you're 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 an electrician whatever. We just need you to go to this take this course to kind of nah. let you know like this is how we do things no, no, and I, I can't I, I know no? I know somebody that's who they from were, scratch. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Someone that's, who is an expert civil engineer from Ghana yeah. had to go back to university the day he graduated he became a professor at that institution but he had yeah. to so I, my so, old boss was a dentist from mexico and she had her own clinic that she yeah. ran with employees and she could not be a dentist here unless she went and did the whole thing over so that's again. ridiculous it is uh, but, that's but, ridiculous but, but Polly, you, you understand what i'm saying it was like i thought i was told exactly that like okay go do this course to make sure that you're on board with but what how we run things that's that makes what sense Pierre wants you to believe yeah yeah so so if he's saying that it's, like there's, oh. a, there's yeah a, well, i wasn't listening to Pierre. no 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 but i mean like that's yeah, yeah but what the, he's the, running with but there's a bunch of immigrants uh, across the country, like like my family and other people, who are going. Well, if he gets in and he does that, my income will double. 
because I might be able to finally get my qualifications recognized and I won't have to go back to full-time education and all the costs that entail to that. You know, the things he's, he, he the, the, the stuff he's saying, he's tapping into where he's identifying where people are angry and why. And he's saying things that even if you only hear that one thing and, and you only remember that one thing, because that's going to have the most impact on your life. You, and some of them are them. literally impossible or have the paths that he wants to take do not exist. Like oh. there's things that he has promised about yeah. like how the government runs that like it like it just doesn't work that way. But like, people yeah, are people are angry about it. Yeah, like, you can tell I I get angry about like what? the situation. Well, just with the fact my wife can't do her profession. Right, I get angry about that because she's really good at it, and I'm like, yeah, we want to contribute positively to Canada, and she just wants to teach. I mean, <laughs> so that does. I mean, like, it makes. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's understandably something that we would as a whole probably want to address. So you're saying that he's like. <laughs> He has all this, this kind of evil agenda, but it will sprinkle it with really good ideas <laughs> that'll like, it'll pe get people on board. Sort but of the thing, thing like, is, is that actually, I don't think he could change it because it's a provincial thing anyway. Yeah, like so, healthcare. He goes yeah. after healthcare a lot. And it's just like, that's really cool, but healthcare is a provincial issue. Like, yeah. there's a federal, like, you know, like, right. oversight a billion, of it. A billion dollars off the CBC for more hospital beds. It yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't, there's nothing he it, can do about that. Exactly. Like, he can't take that money and put it into, you know, your roads. Like he, right. he can't, that's a municipal thing. Like he like, and there's no way being a politician for 20 years, he doesn't know this. Like, right. so there's a lot of but things that he promises people, that he yeah. literally yeah, yeah. couldn't do if he were prime minister. And I, I say, interesting. And I say my example only because as a new immigrant, I don't understand, or I'm 200 episodes later of a podcast about Canadian politics. I understand Canadian politics better, but I still have big gaps. Not everyone's going to launch a podcast about politics and learn about Canadian politics. Yeah. So as a lot of the new immigrants are coming in who are just going to hear that soundbite and go, I'm going to vote for the person who's yeah. will allow me to be an anesthetist rather than, you know, work at Sobeys. So it's just, yeah. yeah. And it'd like, be like it'd be like voting for Justin Trudeau, who said like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna have free uh, hats, free yeah, free hats for everybody." My head's cold, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I mean, but like uh, it, on the side, he's also like just like personally killing a box of puppies every single day. But at least he's giving up free hats, you know. So that <laughs> yeah, but the good like the advantage the advantage that Pierre has is Trudeau has been prime minister for seven years, and he kind of looks tired. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he look he does look tired. He he's he still it happens looks, to everyone. He still, so, he still looks great for, for his age, and that's probably because he's a fresh clone. Yes. <laughs> Freshly ironed. They yeah, steam yeah. them he at night. His clones. <laughs> but like the thing is he is able to you know springboard off of everything that hasn't been done for the last seven years. He's in a really good position. Right. When the next election to, comes up, because also Trudeau went minority twice, uh, he he really could win off of what he's doing. That's frightening. Like, and it's, if he does win, there's no guarantee that immigrants will be allowed to work. No, exactly. So like the the only good thing just if Pierre did win, to to win. Yeah. is that it might just like... Which Pierre? <laughs> that okay. um if if he did become prime minister like there's no way he'd get reelected because it would just be like, you would see the proof right yeah. like that he was lying and like i i, I well, don't like I to mean, just look at trump but well, he lost as he well. lost well yeah yeah well didn't he win twice no, no. he only won once your, your mind is unbelievable <laughs> Didn't he hold an emergency election halfway through his term or something? No, no, no. that's just midterms. Yeah, 
Oh. Your, your grasp on reality is wonderful. Uh, Kayla, <laughs> this, is, this has been amazing. Yes. Where can people find you? Twitter is the place that they're mainly going to go, I guess. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is K-A-T-Y-N-O-T-I-E. That's Katie, not I-E. Perfect. And uh, Oh, my God. I thought that was your last name. Uh, okay, I get mail addressed to Katie Naughty all the time. Like, mail. It's, I spell my name with a Y and not an I-E. Uh, I recommend people check check out your, your feed because you're always commenting on stuff like this. And they can participate in some of the fun that we've been you describing. You can. Or you can tell me how much you hated this podcast. <laughs> Which is fine. As long as you're clicking it, yeah, I really... Yeah. Uh, and and if, if you're going to email me and Jesse our execution notice... Canadian politics is boring at gmail.com. That's right. <laughs> we look forward to reading your hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, and we'll be back next week. Uh, see you soon. Bye. Katie, it was a pleasure. Thanks so much for, for Thank being on the show. Thank you for having sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.